Hey there. We at Blue Wire just wanted to take a second to thank you for listening to this podcast. We know everything outside is pretty scary and uncertain, but we're committed to helping you get through your day by talking about the sports and teams that you love most. If you're looking for more great podcasts to distract you, check out BlueWirePods.com. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the podcast and stay safe. What is up, everyone? Welcome in to the inaugural episode of the OBR Newswire podcast, your source for all things Cleveland Browns. This is Jake Burns. I will be your host for a majority of the shows, if not all of them. We'll see how it shakes out. But I will be coming at you guys in a daily form. This will be the first one on your Monday morning short-form podcast. We're going to bring on guests. We're going to bring on uh, Cleveland personalities, and we're going to talk about quick topics, things that matter. And um, we'll continue to try to give you the best content possible from a wide variety of angles covering whether it's rumors or you know the, the news of the day or topics of conversation on social media or player performance reviews or you know opponent previews we'll be giving you everything the goal here will be to cover the website what's going on on the website what's going on in our forums what sort of things are being asked to our insiders and um, rumor central pieces of information that are pertinent to give out and uh, let you guys Know what's going on. We want to be your source of all things Cleveland Browns, and that will be our goal. And uh, coming up this week, it's a busy week, right? We have uh, you know limited number of days until the draft. Just did a draft podcast slash YouTube for our what is to be newly renamed OBR Film Breakdown channel that is already on YouTube, and I have hosted that Browns Film Breakdown, which is, like I said, converting to the OBR Film Breakdown uh, podcast as well at some point here in the future. But we just did a fun seven-round mock with a couple of my good friends, Brendan Leister and Mike Krupka, where we look at all the different possibilities of these uh, picks the Browns have, whether they can trade back, if they trade back, which pick they can trade back from and get some good value back, whether that's 10, um, whether that's pick 41. Uh, I'll let you guys listen to that. That should come out in the coming days. I think you'll find those discussions about players and who they could pick and where they could pick them and, and, and some of the movement that we had interesting and I hope you guys do enjoy that and it'll come out like I said in podcast form so keep your eye out for that uh, otherwise Jared Mueller who we will have on will have his mock draft coming out tomorrow we will have um, I think he's going to do a full mock draft with some slides in there some players he likes and I'm sure he used the draft network to do that draft uh, Fred Greetham will write on Tristan Wirfs uh, his fit some of the quotes from his coaches whether he can move right tackle to left tackle, so keep your eye out for Fred's work. He's been doing a fantastic job covering things uh, from the Stefanski presser and so on. Um, we are we are trying to get a really big guest uh, through through uh, Lane Atkins. I think we might have a possibility to keep your eyes uh, peeled for that one later in the week. And I will be putting up something on Andrew Billings, uh, my next film room. We will get uh, something on him in terms of who he is as a player. Uh, you know, sort of how he succeeds from a shade to the three tech. What sort of moves he has. Where he can excel, where can he can get you know he can get better, obviously, and then sort of what his projection might look like here long term. So keep your eye out for the Billings film room. That one's a fun one, and I know we had an Adrian Claiborne film room from John Stephenson, uh, our other film room correspondent, does a fantastic job on who Claiborne is. If you've not read that, go back and read that. And um, otherwise, we're gonna we're gonna hop on here with Jared Mueller and talk about defensive line. I think this is a fascinating conversation because we're looking at his mock draft about where potentially the Browns are going to add along that defensive line or whether they're just going to look at drafting guys, right? And the big news about Jadevian Clowney's 
interest or whatever that interest might be from either side, whether he fits, whether that means moving on from Olivier Vernon, um, and then sort of draft prospects who might make sense for the Browns if they do decide to move on from Olivier Vernon and maybe bring in Clowney or not bringing in Clowney if the status quo stays the same, um, how highly interested they will be in some of those defensive line prospects early on. And he throws out a fun other one, too, about a potential other young player who could be an impact guy here, too. So just a great conversation. It's only about nine minutes in length, but really good tidbits, you know, about what Jared's thinking, what I'm thinking along this defensive line, because it's been a hot-button topic about where they're going to go over the coming years. Before we get over to Jared, though, I want to talk to you guys about Bet Online. I know it's a tough time. I've talked to you guys about this before. There's no real sports in sight. We don't know if we're going to get any the rest of the year. So if you're a gambling person, you better get creative about how you go about gambling. There are still a wide variety of things out there that you can bet on in terms of events. Um, There's the online casino and blackjack that they have over at betonline.ag. If you're looking to get involved there, it's open 24 hours a day, including their $750,000 poker series. If you're into the props and entertainment betting, you can still bet on shows like Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, even stock prices, or even get crazier, and you can bet on the weather. If you're into trying to make a buck off gambling, it's a tough time, but there are other ventures through betonline.ag that can make that available for you. And they're even giving out a 100% welcome bonus. They're going to match that deposit um, using the promo code BLUEWIRE, B-L-U-E-W-I-R-E. That's BLUEWIRE using betonline.ag, your online waging experts. And let's get over now to our guest, Jared Mueller. All right, welcome in, good friend, OBR, colleague, Jared Mueller. How you doing, buddy? Good, Jake. How you doing, man? I'm good. Staying sane. I got about two weeks in me before I need to go like crazy. I don't know when that's going to happen. I can't really predict it, but it's going to happen, you know. So yep, as, we can do. Yeah, as an extrovert, this whole inside thing and not and working from home and just isn't working for me. Yes, right. There's only so much video games can do, and I never thought I'd actually say that out loud, but here we are. <laughs> but No, man, let's talk Browns. Let's talk, let's talk here uh, a hot-button topic I want to get to on our intro podcast, sort of our premier episode is what is, I think, a premier topic going into um, late, late free agency and into the draft, which is defensive line. So the big piece of news this week, right, was um, the Browns were actually very in on Jadevian Clowney. They were, they were really close um, – Closer, let me say it this way, closer than anybody else has been. Where do you sit on that, um, possibly letting Olivier Vernon go and bringing in Jadavion Clowney as uh, a little bit more money, but obviously more years and maybe a more talented player? Where are you at on that? You know, for me, it's okay. Like, and I know that sounds like I'm sitting on the fence, but the reality is, is that even if you say Olivier Vernon and Jadavion Clowney are similar level players, well, one of them I can sign for a few more years and is a little bit younger and has all of those things going on. Maybe it's a couple million dollars more, but I really think any contract signed this year is going to seem cheap in the next two to three years. So I think you also have to kind of play that into your mind. Um, And so for me, Jadavion Clowney isn't the name, um, but his game, he does have the ability to get pressures. Um, He had a great pressure rate last year in Seattle when he played. Um, But like Vernon, has injury issues. um, And to be honest, is more of an all-around player, I think. Uh, than Vernon, but is less of a pass rusher. And so I think if people see Clowney as a signing that would kind of put him over the top, I'm not sure that's really what it is. For me, it's about getting a younger player that I could have for three seasons as opposed to Olivier Vernon, who I would only have for one, probably is going to move on. Uh, and then I'm stuck with Miles Garrett, 
Sheldon Richardson a little bit later in uh, his career, Larry Ogunjobi going into free agency and nothing else on the defensive line. And so for me, quarterback, offensive line, defensive line, those are really your three foundations. So it's not about Clowney being this amazing um, defensive end pass rusher. It's about acquiring talent for this year and beyond. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that people are neglecting I think we get a little bit short-sighted with this stuff, and that's that's easy to do, right? Because it's you just want to focus on the year and how the hell do the Browns win this year? How do they win right now? And it's easy to look past the fact that, like you said, very good points. Olivier Vernon is likely gone after this year, age and money and all of that of the above. You look at Sheldon Richardson's contract, and although he had a really good year last year, does that production replicate itself? You don't know. He's getting up there in years a little bit. He's never really been a consistently good player over the long haul of his career. He has an out in his three-year deal that makes it feasible to save money and save on the dead cap. Larry Ogunjobi, I love that guy as a person. I think he had a really good rookie year, but he has not been the player we thought he could be after those two years. And then I'm not saying he doesn't have a great fourth year, but it is to be determined whether they think he is worth keeping and what he thinks his value is against the Browns. And then Andrew Billings, who's also a guy that they signed for a year who we have high hopes for, having a piece come out tomorrow morning on the OBR here um, on, on what he can do, what he does well, what he does not do well. He's another guy that we don't know, right? They signed him to a one-year deal, so you're looking at a complete overhaul. Then you look at Adrian Claiborne, who we're going to talk about, is obviously up there in years, signed him to a two-year deal, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's here the second year due to age, could have an injury issue, um, whatever it is. And then, you know, Chad Thomas has never quite been the player that they hoped he would be. Um, I don't think fans are very surprised by that, that people committed to studying (laughs) those things. But nonetheless, Jared, you make a good point, which is Clowney is not – Maybe he's not a substantial upgrade to Olivier Vernon, but when you look down the line, one, two, three years, you actually do need a second pillar, and that's what I'm most interested in. I mean, is 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 this whole defensive line, if they don't play as well as we imagined, or I shouldn't say imagined in the past tense as we hope, could be completely overhauled next year. So Clowney does bring consistent, solid levels of play. So... Keep that in mind. Is that the guy? Like, is that the guy you would want? That 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 would be a home run next to him, or is there anybody else that that really is of intrigue to you there? You know, for me, I always will value uh, edge rusher, and uh, I'll be blunt: pronunciations aren't always my strength. But uh, the Jaguars have franchise tag Yannick Ngwakwe. Uh, I'm somewhere close on that pronunciation. Um, and for me, and, um, and we talked about this offline, I would rather trade a second round pick and give up a larger contract for him for what he does getting after the pass rusher than I would to sign Clowney to the deal that we think he might get. And so, um, but unfortunately, those players just don't become available very often. When you talk about the th- my three foundations, quarterback, offensive, defensive line, solid to great players don't come available very often. Clowney was a number one overall pick, has all of these injury issues, moved around, Bill O'Brien in Houston. And uh, and Yannick down in Jacksonville, we know that's an organization that is uniquely run. Um, It's not an organization people like to stick around with. You know, Jalen Ramsey forced himself out of there. Um, They just traded Calais Campbell and A.J. Bouye. Uh, But then they signed Joe Schobert for a middle linebacker. So now they have two middle or two linebackers uh, in Miles Jack and Joe Schobert paid a lot. So Yannick could be available, 
for a trade as well as that big contract extension. So um, between the two, I would rather have him. I just think that's far more complicated at this time of the year Mm -hmm. as Jacksonville doesn't want to give in to another stud player uh, after already trading Jalen Ramsey. Uh, So I think Clowney's the more realistic, even if Yannick would be uh, the guy that I would rather have. Do you think the status quo, so say things don't change, you keep Olivier Vernon, you keep Adrian, I mean, they obviously sign Adrian Claiborne, and then they go into the draft. Do you think the status quo changes drastically, like, say, drafting Javon Kinlaw type drastically, or Neville Gallimore early, that type of drastic, or, or even a defensive end, like um, Matos from Penn State, or uh, Epinesa, if they wanted to, to, to maybe trade back and gather another second round pick, just thinking of late first, early second guys, do you think they go that route? Um, or do you think they try to hit somebody in the third, fourth, fifth round type deal on those positions? I think they value Kinlaw far more than many people believe. I, I think agree. the idea of interior interior pass rush, you know, it was a few years ago where Aaron Donald and Khalil Mack both um, were coming up on contracts. And for me, the Aaron Donalds of the world, while rare, are far more valuable than the Khalil Mack, Von Miller, just edge rusher. And so I think Javon Kinlaw is much higher on the Browns board, honestly, than even Isaiah Simmons, even though Browns fans love that versatile linebacker safety. So I think Kinlaw is an option. Uh, he could be an option at 10. Um, a little spoiler, or not spoiler, but a little, um, he is an option at 10 for tomorrow's what I would do mock draft uh, that I have a first round mock coming out at the cool. OBR. Um, I think someone to t- keep an eye on is uh, Curtis Weaver out of Boise State uh, in the second or third round as well. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Browns are done on the defensive line. It would not shock me if they went for defensive line two out of the first three or four picks on this upcoming draft. I'm with you. I think there's there's certainly going to be a lot of overhaul in um, the Browns' front front seven. I guess you could say it that way. They're the way they're looking at linebacker and keeping their options open and very fluid going forward. And you include the defensive end and defensive tackle roles. And I've told people this, Jared. The only pillar right now on this roster that you know is a guaranteed lock to be a long-term piece is Miles Garrett. That's the only guy I know. And that's not to disrespect Baker Mayfield, but we don't know. And that's not to disrespect Denzel Ward, but we don't know. He could have another injury-riddled year, and all of a sudden you're looking at a guy who's been hurt his first three years. You don't you don't know. That's why I think this roster is more in fluxation than I think people want to admit. If things go well this year, if they hit home runs, they, they win football games, and guys like Larry Ogunjobi have stepped their game up, uh, somebody else finds a way, maybe a rookie defensive edge can find a way to be someone you can build with, or or Greedy Williams takes the next step, whatever that is, when Baker Mayfield balls out, that kind of thing, we'll have a clearer answer on this. But right now, you know, you talk to a lot of people who will, who will discuss the cap situation. I don't know who their long-term pillars are other than 95. <laughs> so it's it's a year of like, where the hell are we going? Because that's that's what's going to be most interesting to me. So um, good discussion, man. Really, really appreciate you joining me. And uh, as usual, we'll get you every week, buddy. Absolutely. Sounds good, Jake. Thanks, man. So that's it. That's the podcast. That's how we're going to do these OBR Newswire podcasts for you every day. You're going to get short bursts from a great guest talking about topics from the website, talking about all sorts of things coming, things that have been posted, things that you should read, things that you can get an opportunity to read in the coming days, and you're going to get topics that are pertinent to the Browns' everyday issues. Keep your eyes open for potentials 
in the uniform coming soon. We don't know that date yet, but it seems like it's coming soon. Building the Browns put out a great episode. Finally, they're back. And uh, you should go on YouTube and watch that if you have the opportunity. And come join us. If you're just listening for the first time to this podcast, come to the OBR and join us. We've got great things going, great specials that we offer all year round. We are trying to build a Browns community of people who want to learn, people who want to have banter about this team and want to understand football. And I just hope you guys enjoyed it. We will be back tomorrow. And your homework overnight here is to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, whatever it is that you use. Give us some feedback. Let us know what you think of the format. Let us know what you think of all of this. We're always open to guest suggestions, all that fun stuff. We want to get you guys involved. So again, thanks for joining us and go.